0: On the road to Emmaus. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were going to a town town named Emmaus. It is about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking about everything that had happened. While they were discussing these things, Jesus himself came near and began walking with them. They were not allowed to recognise Jesus. Then he said, What are these things that you are talking about while you walk? The two followers stopped. Their faces were very sad. The one named Cleopas answered, you must be the only one in Jerusalem who does not know what just happened there. Jesus said to them, what are you talking about? The followers said, it is about Jesus of Nazareth. He was a prophet from God to all the people. He said and did many powerful things, our leaders and the leading priests gave him up to be judged and killed. They nailed him to a cross, but we were hoping that he would free the Jews. It is now the third day since this happened, and today some women among us told us some amazing things. Early this morning they went to the tomb, but they did not find his body there. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels. The angels said, that Jesus was alive, so some of our group went to the tomb, too. They found it just as the women said, but they did not see Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, You are foolish and slow to realise what is true. You should believe everything the prophets said. They said that Christ must suffer these things before he enters his glory. Then Jesus began to explain everything that had been written about himself in the scriptures. He started with Moses, and then he talked about what all the prophets had said about him. They came near the town of Emmaus, and Jesus acted as if he did not plan to stop there. But they begged him, stay with us. It is late. It is almost night. So he went in to stay with them. Jesus sat down with them and took some bread. He gave thanks for the food and divided it. Then he gave it to them, and then they were allowed to recognize Jesus. But when they saw who he was, he disappeared. They said to each other, When Jesus talked to us on the road, it felt like a fire burning in us. It was exciting when he explained the true meaning of the scriptures. So the two followers got up at once and went back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven apostles and others gathered. They were saying... The Lord really has risen from death. He showed himself to Simon. Then the two followers told what had happened on the road. They talked about how they recognized Jesus when He divided the bread. It's
1: so great. Thank you. That down there. So does anyone here remember? the story of the Queen meeting a couple of American tourists while she was out walking in the grounds of Balmoral. Um, For those of you that don't, apparently her protection officer told the story just after the Queen died about how, when they were out walking, two American tourists, they were hikers, um, came up to her. Now, clearly, they didn't know who she was, because first of all, one of them asked the Queen, where do you live? To which she replied, London, but I have a holiday home nearby. The American then asked if she'd ever met the Queen, to which she replied, no, but he, pointing to her protection officer, meets her regularly. The tourist was so excited by that that he asked the queen if she would take a photo of himself and the protection officer together, which she did. Clearly, still unaware of who he had bumped into, the officer then proceeded to take a photo of the queen and the two hikers. I can only imagine the reaction of their friends when they shared their holiday snaps with them at the end of their holiday. So I wonder why they didn't recognize the Queen, one of the most photographed women in history. Well, maybe it was because she didn't look like a Queen. I mean, after all, she wasn't wearing a crown, and uh, it wasn't at Buckingham Palace, after all. And in the Bible story we've just heard, something similar happens to Jesus' friends. As they're walking along, they're joined by someone they should recognize, but they don't know him. They see him, but they aren't allowed to recognize him, probably because Jesus has something really important that he wants to teach them and therefore to teach us. And so Jesus starts walking with these two friends and even asks them what they're talking about. And they're amazed that he's even asked the question. They say, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who doesn't know what has just happened. Because as followers of Jesus, they would have been thinking about little else other than Jesus' death on the cross and how disappointed they feel because it seems like Jesus might not have been the Messiah after all, the one who was going to save them. So perhaps one reason they don't recognize Jesus is because they're so upset. They're thinking about themselves and how hurt they feel. They thought Jesus was going to set them free from the Romans. They were expecting a mighty warrior and a powerful king But although Jesus is mighty and powerful and a king, they believe he's dead, and their hopes are dashed. You see, they thought things were going to work out in a particular way, and they haven't. And through their disappointment, they just can't see Jesus, even when he's right there beside them, even as he's speaking to them. I wonder if you've ever found that too, when things don't turn out quite the way you'd hoped, or things go wrong, or life is hard sometimes, and you feel sad. You can be left wondering, where is God when all of this is happening to me? And like those disciples, it might feel as if Jesus isn't with you in the middle of the trouble. You're alone, perhaps confused, disappointed, and sad. But even though the disciples didn't recognize him at first, Jesus was there with them in their grief. And that can help us to feel better too, because when we're disappointed, when our hopes are dashed, and we are sad, we can know that we're not alone, because Jesus himself wants to draw close to us and like the disciples, we may not recognize that he's with us at first, but he is there. And then, while Jesus walked with his disciples, he explained what had been written in the Bible about him. I would have loved to have been in that conversation when Jesus unpacked the whole of the Bible for his disciples. And he talked with them and he helped them see what had happened in Jerusalem with his crucifixion was actually all part of God's story of rescuing mankind. And that had been taking place over hundreds of years. So, Jesus showed them God's big picture, which gave the disciples back their hope. Suddenly, they understood why Jesus had to die. Suddenly, they could see the part that Jesus' crucifixion had played in the much bigger purpose of God. When we're disappointed, we can turn to Jesus too, because we can read about him in the Bible. And he can help us see the big picture of our lives in God's hands. He can restore our hope as he did those disciples on the road to Emmaus. And then Jesus did something they remembered he'd done before. He broke bread with them. When they get to the end of their walk, it looks like Jesus is just going to carry on, but they ask him to stay with them. And then he does something that would have been thought of as quite rude at the time. He's the guest, but he takes the bread, he blesses it, and he breaks it, and he gives it to them. And he uses words that they might have heard before. When he breaks the bread with these disciples, we remember that he did that too with the 12 disciples just before he died and told them to do this to remember me, and it's at that moment that their eyes are opened and they recognize Jesus, they see him for who he is, and then he suddenly disappears from their sight. So perhaps Jesus is telling us that we can also see him in each other when we're together sharing our lives, sharing food together, When we get to know each other really well, then Jesus often draws close to us too. And when we remember that he died for us, when we share bread and wine together, then he draws closer and closer to us. But it doesn't end there, because once they recognized him, they couldn't help but share this good news of him with other people. Though they didn't realize it, though they couldn't see him, Jesus was alive and had been with them the whole time. And this changes them from sad, disappointed, weary disciples into joyful resurrection people. And so despite it being late and tired from having walked seven miles, they get their coats back on and go back on the same road back to Jerusalem and the 11 and the others because they have good news to share. Jesus is risen, he is alive. It's true what was said in the scriptures and what he had been promising all this time. He was with them on earth. God is fulfilling all his promises. And so there's no reason for us to think that he won't carry on doing that for each and every one of us. So this morning, we're reminded of that Easter message that Jesus is with us. He is not here. He is risen And he's with us every day, every night, even when we can't see him. But like those disciples on the road to Emmaus, we remember that we too can always find him when we read the Bible and when we're with others. So let's remember that again today. He sees us. He hears us. He is with us all the time because he is alive. Amen. Amen.